This is the Five Next Steps show with Daniel Dua. Hello, how are you doing? My name is Daniel Dua and welcome back to the show. Have you ever woken up in the morning and you try to do something the first time, the second time, the, the, the third time, it doesn't work out? Now, again, I'd recorded this audio for, you know, this is the second time I'm doing it and probably the third time I'm going to be doing it. The first time, equipment failure or I just didn't set it properly and that will happen a lot of time. But we're not going to be talking about failure today. I'm going to be talking about something that's really, really important but most times uh, we do not uh, put prominence to it. We don't take it as, as seriously or as important as it is. And this is social capital. Now, what is social capital? Again, there are many ways of defining it, but in, 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 in my own way, uh, social capital is creating networks and relationships and, and, and corporations and, 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 and finding people in, in, in your community, in your, in, in, your, in your city, in your village, whatever it is you are, finding people and forming a society and community that, that, that you know, in, in essence what it is, is if I pick my phone and call you and you can pick up and you're excited to, to, to engage and help and, and, and be part of the conversation, if I bring a smile to your face by just me calling, that is an element of social capital. So let me, let me, let me just jump into it and see tell you how uh, your day-to-day, either in business, in leadership, or in, 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 in private life, uh, in family life, as we call it, how does this work, for example? So let, let's, let's talk about um, jobs. Jobs. You know, there are people who tell you there are no jobs. There are people who say we're creating jobs. There are people who, all these other things. But one factor, if you go to a kid right now, you know, a college kid, and ask them, are there jobs? They'd be like, there are jobs if you know this person or that people. So that is social capital. They feel like they don't know the people. So job opportunities, you know, jobs are given, uh, getting getting access to a job. Normally you need to know someone because if, if you just send a CV or annual, nothing happens. So how do you create that? Sometimes you create it. Like if you're in college today, you want to start by reaching out to to people in, in the in business industry, in, 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 in whatever inter- industry you like and volunteer there, you know. I have friends in Germany who, when they were eight years old, they started knocking gates of, of these small companies. Okay, in Germany, they call them small. They, they, they knock the gates. So at three, they get out of school, and they go to this company, and they start cleaning out, whatever it is. And by the time they're in high school, they're literally on the floor plant doing something. And, and again, that is kind of social capital. It's building a social capital in that way. Another way for building uh, social capital is like emotional support, where you have very strong networks like for example when do you have difficult times or you're having an event you have a family event that you have people to come for if you build or you've built your social capital people will come willingly uh, if you're going through a tough time people will uh, surround you and, and help in the way they, they, they can again in business leadership in, 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 in corporations in companies in, in the things that you're pursuing in your career in, in whatever it is that you're pursuing a vision dreams ambition goals whatever it is you want to call them in those two 
But if you have people who believe in what you're doing, again, they, they, they would come willingly. They'll give you free advice. They'll be, they sit on your board. They say, ah, oh, yeah, they'll be a mentor. And sometimes mentors are really exciting. You didn't choose them to be mentors. You wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to do this. And they go like, yeah, give me a report every two weeks. You're going to be sitting here. We're going to have coffee. And you're going to tell me how it's working out. And then they'll tell you to your face, oh, you know, the thing you're doing here, yeah, that will never work in that way. And then if they're wrong, they say, oh, yeah, I didn't look at these other two factors. They were not wrong. They just didn't have the data. And, and this is something that I really, really want to emphasize. It might not look like social capital in, in, in the traditional sense of the word, but you find sometimes when you are part of a corporation, and, and, and your middle of management or whatever, or even even you are you you're in the seasuit. Sometimes you don't have all the information. You don't know what they're acquiring. You don't know what product they're developing. You don't know. So you don't you don't have the bigger picture. Where, where the, the CEO, the chairs have the bigger picture, they, they can see all the moving parts. And sometimes when you're in a department, you, you, you can, you're only allowed to see the part that you are, because again, you, you know, there's a lot of intellectual property, there's a lot of competition and you wanna uh, get to market before anybody else gets to market with the stuff and you wanna have the best product that can, 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 can pivot to, to, you know, the company to, to profitability, those kind of things. So sometimes you don't see the bigger picture. You don't have the bigger picture. So it's it's insane that, you know, yeah, it is what it is. And when you do that, when you sit on a board and, and your ideas is shut down, sometimes you need to look out and say, okay, why was it shut down? And sometimes you'll find it doesn't fit, it's perfect, but the timing is wrong, or it doesn't fit into the strategy that they're having right now, or you have a new CEO or CFO, and, and they want to divert the projects into, into other things. One of the, the, the things that you'll find, if you've had a leader, a business leader, uh, um, a captain of industry or, or, you know, either female or male, whatever it is, and you've worked with them for a long time, you get social capital. You can just walk into the office and go like, you have five minutes, do you have a minute? Or you can be doing the morning walk together. You can have this thing, you can have lunch together, whatever it is. And that, that in those places, you're pitching ideas. And then when you have somebody else new, uh, new comes to the, to the organization now, you don't have that anymore. You, there's this, the formality and the formality breaks down uh, some of that social capital that you had. So now you need to rebuild that. And, and that's why it's good to not be partisan. It's good to be loyal, but loyal to the cause, not loyal to people per se. Now, don't be disloyal. There's a difference. Being loyal to the cause means that if somebody is thinking about this idea, they come to you and they know you're going to be good for it, regardless of, of, of who's the leader of the organization, even if you're the leader. If, if, if you're leading your own corporation and people know that when they come to you, you will listen to them and you'll give them uh, constructive criticism, you'll give them constructive input, instead of shutting people down, then they always come to you. That is social capital. And it's really, really important in business. In, in, in business. And in business, the first thing you want to do is build your professional networks with suppliers, with your friends, with friends of friends. And most importantly, bring new people. Most businesses fail because they're thinking the same. Everybody's thinking the same ivy 
to Ivy League school where they want, you know, uh, the schools they want, the people they met, the, you know what I mean? But when you bring a diverse group of people, then you start looking at stuff slightly differently, slightly, slightly excitingly, because now everybody brings, I mean, you, you'd be surprised what you can run, what you can learn from, oh, today I can't talk for some reason. You, you'd be surprised what you can learn from a three-year-old, and you'd be surprised what you can learn from a 70-year-old or, or a kid in college or, or a seasoned uh, leader, you know, captain of industry, whatever it is. You'll be surprised what you learn from somebody you think is your enemy, you know, just sitting down with them and just understanding how they think. And, and studying that. And, and you know, I, I remember when I was a kid, uh, 13 years old, I used to have these meetings with bo- in, in boardrooms with 20, sometimes 12 people in the boardroom. And, and they, 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 these, these are eminent lawyers and accountants and, you know, CEOs and whatever it is. And I'm pitching this idea. I'm a, sm- I'm a small little kid. In fact, sometimes I was so small that I needed a pillow on the seat so that I can sit up on the table, you know, you know the table level, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm shaky, but when I sit on the boardroom, I have this one goal, you know. I, have, I used to call it tunnel vision, you know. I, I'm focusing on this thing I need to 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 to, to bring to life, and and most most of them will be very impressed by 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 my idea. But I'd spend about two or three weeks. Sometimes if it was an emergency, I would spend three nights on and off just studying all and, 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 and doing uh, the negative uh, response. I, I would play, the, they call it the devil's advocate. If, if they say this, if they say that, uh, uh, what are the standards? And I would study from all these business publications, Forbes, Fortunes, uh, Time Magazine, all these things, uh, Business Week, all this magazine. For, Fortune used to write 20 pages you know, profiles uh, of, of a company or individual, whatever it is, and I would study this meticulously with, with a sharper, with, with a sharpie, you know, marking all the, all the major, major points, and I'd compress them and I'd say, how do I bring this to the meeting? How do I bring this to, to, to this thing I'm going to? And I, I never take a meeting which was just to discuss, discussing. It, 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 it wasn't even about agendas. I'm coming, we're going to talk about this one thing and we're gonna have a solution to doing it. If we're not doing it, I'm not coming. And, and, and now you find, this is a small little kid, but one thing, the social capital I had was, this were new ideas and I was so convicted on, on what I wanted to do. So I, they, they, they call me and then normally they, they do references. Again, social capital, when you, when you get into a room and you impress people, they're going to refer you to the, to the next people. Again, you you have to have integrity, you have to say to do what you say you're going to do, and you have to do it in the best way you can. And th- those are fantastic things that, that I learned as, as a kid and uh, even as, as I grow, I keep, I keep learning. And one thing you have to keep learning, you have to find, I always say, find your three, find your three. It doesn't matter which room you go to, you gotta find your three. If you, go, if you join uh, grade school or primary school, as we call it here, number one, you find your lifetime friend, you find somebody who's gonna fight in your corner and you find an adversary somebody worth fighting somebody you know that is so good at what they do they inspire you to be better 
find your three. If you go to a conference, find your lifetime friend. Find the next business partner, the next business idea, the next whatever it is. And then find somebody who inspires you so much that when you sit down, you ask one question, you know, your outlook is changed. There's a, there's a bit of noise at the moment, and I'm trying to filter it out as much as I can. But if it's passing out, uh, it's coming out through the mic, I'm sorry, and um, I apologize. And more importantly, again, also, you have to find influential mentors. That, that plugs into the, the, the point I just said a minute ago. And being influential is not like the, the people who've changed the world. Sometimes you sit in a village or a city or wherever it is, and there's a guy who owns a shop at the corner. And this guy has tremendous amount of knowledge and wisdom. And natural, we call it natural bond, but it's trained. I think we're all born kind of the same, uh, with exception of, with the exception obviously. But but there are people who you sit down with and, and they just don't, don't. I, I'd suggest again, I'm not telling you what to do, but I suggest you should be around people who are not agreeable to everything that you do. And I'm going to be talking about family later, uh, but in terms of professional uh, life, in terms of family life, in terms of your life growth, you know, and life uh, work balance, I think you should not always be around people who are agreeable. People who are agreeable is the people you sit down and drink, your friends, your family, you sit down and, and, and have coffee or, or wine or whatever, or meal, whatever. But when, when, when you want critical thinking, you want people who will say, that's a good idea, but have you looked at this other angle too, or this angle or whatever? Or you, you, you're on a train. Why are you on a train when you can be making echo planes? And then it just throws a wrench in the thing and you can think differently. It's never about bigger sometimes. Sometimes it's just about thinking differently. And then more importantly, also, if you're going to have mentors who are strong to give you advice, support, and guidance, it's also important that you guide other people, that you guide other people. And, and how do you guide other people? By spreading the knowledge that you have. I remember I, I looked at my parents. My mom, you would learn something, and, and you know, for me, it'd be like, okay, because I studied business school, you would look at it and go like, oh, that's a great idea. You know, the IP is, is, is this thing you've learned. Uh, intellectual property is this thing you've learned. And then I would give it for free. would just teach it to anybody who would, would, would show up. And, and I get upset with her and ask her, and she says, iron sharpens iron. She gets better by sharing. And it's true. My mom was awesome, you know, and so was my father. My father changed the world. And, and having parents like that um, embeds you, makes a foundation in a bedrock that's, that's that firm. And that's why I'm sharing this information with you. Some of my experiences, you know, it's, it's fundamental that, that you get mentors, but you also mentor other people. And, and your personal growth is the growth of other people too. If you keep it to yourself, again, it's sad to shrink. You should have an open forum where people can come to you, even as a leader, your door should be open. I remember as, as a kid, 17 years old, I would just walk into my editor's office and I was very, I mean, he'd look at me with those annoying eyes. But then when I leave, it, how the, the, the person that with, you know, that kid is going somewhere with his ideas, you know. I like talking to him because he challenges me. 
but for me, I was a kid. I was learning this stuff that you, you learn in business school. Because these people had been to business school. They had done all these wonderful things, you know, won awards for, for, for humanitarian uh, projects that were doing amazing stuff. And I'd ask them, this is what I'm doing. And I'd be very open with them. This is what I'm doing this weekend. And, and they'd wonder how I do five or six different things because I'd wake up at four in the morning and I would not go to sleep until midnight. But in between the, 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 the times of the days, whatever it is, I would ask them, I'm doing this event, I'm doing a technology event, a conference, and I have a venue, I have this and this and this, uh, how would you do, how would you go around it? And they'd be like, uh, hold on, and they pick a call, and they call a registration and go like, my, uh, my kid, you know, they call him my kid, my kid is doing this thing, uh, do you want to advertise, do you, you want to be a partner? And, and I just got on a partner. It was fantastic. They call a shopping mall, you know, and go like give them a conference room. They call a hotel, that kind of thing. So building that social capital. But I was really, really intent on the things I wanted to do, number one. And I was really committed. But again, integrity. You have to be who you, who you are. You have to be who you say you are. You have to be who you are. Let me say that again. You have to be who you are. You can't be double playing whatever it is. You, it has to be you and you and you. It's important. And more importantly, again, family life. You know, you find that, I don't know if you know, I've experienced the love of parents. Again, I've spoken about my parents. And, and parental support, just having that, knowing that your parents are there, your guidance are there. Sometimes we don't have our parents here, but knowing that there's that, the sibling networks. Yeah, I always say, you know, family, it might not always be blood, but since it's blood, you do not have to be agreeable. You do not have to be agreeable. You just have to love each other and you have to be family. Again, you can walk into a room and not be agreeable and agree to do what you do. Oh, shit. Okay, my name is Basim. So you don't have to be agreeable. You just have to agree that you're family and you have similar values. If, if, if a member of your family is in trouble, you run in there and, and put the fire out, you know? You don't even have to talk. They just know that you're there for them. I, th I think that's really, really important. Again, you, you know, ch children, ch children change family. I don't know if you ever looked at, at, at kids and the grandparents, you know? Grandchildren and grandparents, it's fantastic how they, that, that connection, how that works. You find the, the, the grandparents, even if they are not great parents, when they get to be grandparents, they, they change and become all these amazing parents. And if you've experienced a great childhood now, and then you look at your grandparents, it's amazing. Yeah, If you, if you have a very challenging job, and you have your siblings looking after your kids, that kind of thing, uh, you know, that's another thing. But more importantly, also, I remember when we were growing up, we had family friends. You know, there were this family, and, and they would, you'd be asked to take their daughter, you know, for a, for a movie, date night, whatever it is. And, and they were like your sisters, they were your cousins. So when you're walking down, they go like, oh, that's my cousin, so-and-so. Like, uh, are you related? No, our families are friends. So you see, that's a bond that lasts forever. Now, let's look at the other side. What if you didn't, don't have any of this stuff? You don't have those networks, you don't have those relationships you live in a place where you know you can't just walk across the road to talk to your neighbor or whatever what do you do 
So you find building social capital in that sense is finding people who value what you value, who have a similar interest, not what you agree with, because people you agree with becomes religious very quickly. If if you if if, if the only thing you have is your is your soccer team, or, or your sp- sports team, or your religion, your politician, then it it falls apart very quickly. It should be somebody you have interest with. I've been, I mean, this city, amazing, amazing city, uh, and, and this diverse population, diverse everything. Uh, I've been to bird watching. I've been to bike. And I'm not, I don't even like biking that much, but it's so much fun when you're doing it. I've been whitewater rafting, you know. I've been to the park. I've been uh, a volunteer for, for some of these things. I've been the chair of, of, of wildlife situations and, and science innovation. And, 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 and within those places, when you're genuine and have integrity, you'll find, you will find your people. You will always find your people. Your people are not the people you are agree with you don't have to be agreeable yeah i know it's getting annoying it's getting loud so i'm gonna leave it at that but your people don't have to be agreeable find your people find your people and and plug into your family yeah. If, if you have kids, create play dates with, with people, you know, of, 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 of similar kids, range, age, age groups, that kind of thing. If you have teenagers, create, an, uh, create games and fun events that, you know, families can come around. So you as the parents are on the edges, you know, protecting these kids as they have fun and let them f- explore, uh, the, you know, teenage years and, and adulthood, young adulthood. If you are... Uh, 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 what what uh, the kids have left, so uh, nesting, you know. Uh, again, find activities. It doesn't matter. It's not an age thing. It's an interest thing. And we will never run out of interests in, in this world. Uh, again, social capital is just an aspect of our lives that's really, really important. And it helps us in, 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 in seeking support, in developing professionally, in fostering strong relationships, and eventually, I think, uh, just getting on a call, getting on a call and saying hello, and the other person is just happy, and they're telling their kids, oh, I'm in the call with so-and-so, can you say hello? And, and they're passing the phone around, yeah, getting to their home, and you brought them, you know, whatever, you know, that you make. And the people, and, and you can, you can, you, you can, you know be happy around that for me that's really important and and social capital also will help you access resources knowledge understanding for 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 your vision for your mission for your ambition for your career for your business for whatever it is you're pursuing i want to leave it at that until the next one uh, i hope this take is the good take uh it might be, be noisy but i hope you're good until the next one my name is daniel remember to try to be happy Bye-bye. Five next steps by award-winning Daniel Dewar. Finishing school for business leaders, business heads, chairs, chief executive officers, CEOs, chief operating officers, CFOs, and high-level management. Daniel Dewar, an award-winning scaling expert, a global executive business leadership trainer helping individuals and corporations achieve clarity in uncertain times. Start your five next steps right now.